1: recorded live.
0: Well, good evening, everyone. This is uh, D.L. Harris. We were just giving a lot of people an opportunity to get on uh, as we uh, do uh, the administrative process for those who are having uh, reversals or having a debt that they are wanting to Discharge or wanting to bring the account into balance, whatever term one chooses to use. And the administrative process can be done for all of your debt. Uh, This call is only for the express purpose for the administrative process. No other processes will be uh, discussed uh, because I've learned that many other processes cause confusion. So we will strategically. With the subject, which is the administrative process uh, for those who have uh, debts or reversals or discharges there that they are having a problem with, and I'm going to go ahead and give a, uh, a disclaimer that the advice that is given, this is not legal advice. It is should not be construed as legal advice um, because this is for strategically for educational purposes only. Everyone is responsible for their own conduct and outcome of any process that they do. And so we want to make sure that you know that. So uh, hopefully you will uh, learn something that will benefit you on your journey, and we're going to go ahead and uh, get started. If you got a, a time on your hand and you want to tag a few people, uh, go ahead and uh, tag them. If not, yes uh this, cor- this call is, of course, being recorded as we speak, of course. So uh, there will be those who will have the opportunity to come back later and listen to that. So there will be an opportunity for those who have questions over the administrative process I'm going to do my best to be thorough. We're not going to be very long. We know everyone has different other obligations they got going on, and from what I found out, there's a lot of other calls that are going on. So, give people a little time to catch on other calls and learn a little bit on uh, what's available to everyone. So, we we will not be on very long uh, at all. At least 40 minutes at the most, depending on how many questions and how many answers are given out. So. Just remember that the floor is going to be open for those who do have uh, questions, okay? So the first uh, the first thing when we talk about the uh, administrative process, uh, it is used, as I mentioned earlier, for uh, discharging debt. What you want to do is anytime a presentment is presented to you, whether it's in mail, whether it is in an email, perhaps even sometimes by fact, If a company is stating that you still owe an obligation or you owe a certain amount, you as the individual or you as the person or you as the human or you as the man or woman, whatever language we want to use, it is our responsibility to uh, administer uh, your own affairs. That is why it is called the administrative process because you are administering your own affairs. That's why it's called the administrative process. Um, so, the first thing you want to do, regardless of what that presentment is from that company, that person, that organization, whatever you want it to be, or whatever it is, what, what you must do, the first thing you want to do is you're going to get organized. The administrative process requires you to be organized, and what I mean by organized, meaning already map out what you're trying to accomplish. And, of course, I hope everybody is going to be trying to accomplish getting things balanced uh, and letting the other party know that you do not owe that obligation. Expressly, if you've been given a confirmation, uh, if you have attempted to discharge a debt, if you attempted to make a payment or you made a payment, as they say, and that company is steady saying you owe them for whatever reason under the sun, you still must respond, and that's why a lot of people get stuck at, is how to respond. So this is what you want to do. You want to put together an affidavit of fact. The reason why we want to call it an affidavit of fact, some people in the administrative process call it a validation of that debt. I don't like to use the word validation because if you've ever noticed, if anyone has ever heard about the administrative process or a validation debt letter, some of you may have heard of that, it tends to give the other person an opportunity to respond however they choose to respond. They will come back with a response and say, oh, by the way, I'm just letting you know here there's the amount that you still owe, and they end up calling that a validation of that debt. So that's why I don't call it a validation because of that trickery there. You want to present an affidavit of fact. and You are going to present all of the facts from the time that you made a payment or from the time that a presentment was presented to you. You want to put all of that. On paper, it's best you do it, of course, uh, type it up. Hopefully, everybody has a computer. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone should at least have a computer. If not, if you're still in the Stone Age, well, it's still the administrative process still works by handwritten letters. All this process, is, all of it is done by mail. And the reason why you want to do it by mail, things tend to get lost via fax, Things tend to get lost via email, so why not hassle with all of that? Not saying that things can't get lost in the mail, but the key to the administrative process is you're sending it certified mail. So back to the topic again. wherever presentment someone has presented to you, you're going to put it in an affidavit form, and I'm going to use as an analogy. Let's say the company is called The Straw Man. The Straw Man sends me a presentment saying that, I uh, owe this certain amount even though I have attempted to discharge it. In fact, I made a payment on it, and in fact, now they're saying, oh, by the way, it's being reversed or actually it got lost in the mail or it got lost somewhere and you still owe it. It doesn't matter what language is being used. I still have to respond to it. So what I would do is put together an affidavit of facts stating the time in which I attempted to make the payment or the time in which I did make the payment and let them know I receive a correspondence from that company, which we're going to call the straw man company, just just an analogy, of course, and let them know the, the amount that they claim I owe. You want to put that in there as well. Then you want to also let them know that they have 10 days to rebut your affidavit. Another thing you can put in there is, letting them know that you're not obligated to pay that amount because you, on whatever date you attempted or did make a payment, you're standing by your facts. That's why we want to call it an affidavit of facts. Some people call it an affidavit of truth. Some people say there's no such thing as an affidavit of truth. Just whatever you call it, because, again, this is your administrative process, which you are solely responsible for. So I would, if I were in people's shoes, whatever confirmation letter I got, whatever email I got, I would attach that as one of my exhibits. I would call it perhaps exhibit number one uh, or exhibit A, uh, because those are exactly what it is. It is an exhibit that you can use in your administrative process. So I would list that in my affidavit, of fact, saying, hey, I have confirmation from you that I don't owe this debt, and here's my exhibit. And you want to make sure you always give them at least 10 days to respond. Some people say you give them 30. I don't do 30 because by the time you get through with the administrative process, 30 days definitely would have often uh, went by anyway. And what I mean by that is when you put, throw out your affidavits and certified mail, that in itself is about two or three days So. That's why I put in mind 10 days, and I would suggest you do the same, 10 days giving the other person, you you being fair, you giving them the opportunity to rebut for them to rebut line upon line in affidavit form as well, that how you owe that debt, how you owe that obligation. I can guarantee you when you tell them, to respond back in an affidavit form, majority of the time they don't respond. They don't respond in that manner. And then for those who may have had uh, certain issues with a with a debt that you're trying to really discharge, if you put in your affidavit you want your wet ink signature, they can never bring that up. <laughs> they can't. They cannot. It's impossible for them to bring back the wet ink signature. That's the purpose. But you've given them an opportunity to rebut your affidavit within 10 days. Your next step you're going to do is after you want to be prepared. Again, that's, the, that's why you have to be organized. When you look on your calendar and you know that you sent it out certified mail, that's the thing you want to do it. You can send it out certified mail, restricted delivery, meaning you're going to get someone to sign for it uh you can choose to notarize the, the uh, affidavit, uh, uh, or you can have two witnesses with your affidavit. Some people don't even do either, just give you a heads up. Some people don't even have two witnesses. Some people don't use a notary. Regardless of the fact, you still gave the, uh, the opportunity to the other person or party or company 10 days to respond is the whole key. So Technically, you want to keep everything organized, so let's say you send your notice out, your presentment back to them saying, oh, I do not owe this amount. You want to list a specific amount, and then you look up, in it's eight days, and you haven't gotten no response from them, of course, via mail. Then you're going to go ahead and get ready to put together your next step, and it's called a certificate of notice of non-response because, Ten days, after ten days go by and you hear nothing, that's exactly what it is. You didn't get a response for them. So then you're going to, in that letter, in that type letter, you want to also list that you, on the date you sent out your first letter, stating all that you put in there, you gave them an opportunity of ten days and they did not respond, you want to put that in mail and you also want to send that certified mail. Some people don't use the certified mail uh, to the very last of the administrative process. It's really your choice. I'm just giving you ideas of how I do mine. I always use certified mail. I always notarize every last document uh, that I send out. So let's say once you send a certificate of notice of non-response, And you, in that notice of non-response, you want to let them know I'm being fair. I'm only going to give you now two days to respond. So by the time you send that back out, three additional days or two additional days is already taking up time. So then you want to get ready for your last and final step, and your last and final step is the default notice. And what the default notice is saying from the date of your first letter you sent them, from your second notice you sent them, the certificate of non-response, you're wanting to then in your default list specifically why you now as final do not owe that obligation. And you want to put in that default every single thing you want that company to do. That's what you're going to put in the default uh, your default notice. An example, if they claim that you owed $1,000, dollars you definitely going to put in there, I don't owe a $1,000, you didn't respond uh, to my first notice, you didn't respond to my second notice, and here's my final notice to you, the uh, certificate or the notice of default as final. You want to use those words. Some people don't use it, but I'm telling people to always use the word final. If you don't use the word final, then someone can come back or that company can come back and say, oh, oh, by the way, I think we should respond now. You know, we just decided we want to just go ahead and take up your your offer and respond. I always put final on my document so that I'm through with that company, I'm through with that organization, whatever terms you want to call it. And in that default, you want to also have it notarized. You can be generous and say you want to give them an additional two days. So what that's doing is you're being fair. And you have actually did a total administrative process and three easy steps, but it will take time. So I'm going to, for those who just got on, I'm going to go back to the top. The first thing you're going to send out to your company or to that person or to that organization, whatever you want to call it, is you're going to put in an affidavit form, an affidavit of fact listing the time that you either attempted to do your discharge or from the time you did do a discharge or from the time you did do a payment or from the time you attempted to do a payment. Whatever language you choose to use, it's your language, it's your process, it's your steps and you're responsible for it. So in that affidavit of fact, you're going to list from the time you received their presentment, from the time if you got a confirmation letter saying that you did pay this, or this has already been resolved, this account has already been made zero, whatever language you want to put in your affidavit of fact, because only you're going to know those things because, again, those items were sent to you. So you're going to give them 10 days in the first notice to rebut line upon line in affidavit form because you sent them an affidavit of fact, they too must respond within 10 days with an affidavit of fact. Majority of the time, they're not going to uh, respond. Uh, So after 10 days go by and there's no response, I mentioned earlier, you want to always be prepared because on day 8, if you look up and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I haven't heard nothing, seen nothing, you want to be ready to send them what is called a certificate of notice of non-response. Now, let me make sure that in case you get a response, I like to deal with the what ifs and the maybe. What if you do get a response? Well, did they respond according to what you wanted them to respond? And here's a new uh, thing that I add in my process. Uh, people have never heard of this, so uh, let's say just hold on a little bit. It does still work. If they respond in a way that you don't want them to respond, the, what you could do then in your second response is it's called a notice of improper response. You didn't respond how I wanted you to respond. I told you to respond to me in an affidavit form, and you didn't do it. So, you, by you not doing it, I'm calling it an improper response. No one has been able You can't, can't no one tell you that you can't do that because technically they did not respond according to what you asked. So, you're going to send them a notice of improper response if they do respond. But let's technically, majority of the time, they don't. So, you will be sending a notice of non response, giving them 10 days to respond or to rebut your first letter and your notice of non-response. So after two days go by, you want to be ready again and send your final notice to them, and that is your notice of default. Your notice of default is going to stipulate how you do not owe that amount to that company. You want to list everything in that default that you listed in all of your notices. You don't want to add anything extra to your default that you hadn't already mentioned. That's why you want to make sure everything you need to mention needs to be in your letter one or in your letter two so that when you get to your third and final step, you're closing the door is what I call it. Your first door is your first notice. Your second door is your second notice. Your third and your final notice is your default. That's it. But majority of the time, you will not get a response back from that company. I have, It is a proven method. If you get organized, if you stay focused, it will put them into default. Meaning, and the reason why we get into the final round, if you have to, if you end up having to go to court, you have your exhibit, that's the whole key. They're in default they I've never heard of them try to drag you into court because they're the ones in default, so what they're gonna fight for, but at least you have completed your process and where you are finished with that company. but let's assume and let's say again, that company is just stubborn for the what ifs and the maybe, and all of a sudden you're gonna notice they're saying, "Oh, I want to take you to court oh, i I just disagree with everything I want to take you to court. well, that's fine because you're gonna keep all of your exhibits that you have. What exhibit did you, did you already send? You sent your first one. That you, that's your affidavit of fact. What is your second exhibit? Your uh, certificate of notice of non-response or certificate of notice of improper response. What is your third uh, exhibit? Your, your other exhibit is going to be your default. They're the ones going to be in default. So, bam, who do you common sensibly think is going to win? I'm sure everybody can answer that themselves. So that's the that's in a nutshell, that is the administrative process. It also works for uh parking tickets uh if anyone has gotten a parking ticket, it works for old oh, parking tickets are so easy to be it is it is very easy. Many people just simply wait to the last minute to respond, and then of course, they're going to be moving their case along why you don't respond so always remember that that you're responsible for moving your process alone. They're not going to stop their process for you, and you shouldn't stop your process for them. So in a nutshell, that is the administrative process in a nutshell. I'm going to, even though I've been kind of talking and probably may may even sound like I've been all over the place, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just for the sake of time to cut the ice, I'm going to open the floor uh, for those who may have either a comment or any questions that I may have went too fast, went too slow, didn't do something that I should have done, I'm going to open the floor now for those uh, who have a question. And you should be able to uh, press star six to uh, unmute yourself or just unmute yourselves in general.
1: Hello? So have- yes, hello? Hi, this is Sherry. How you doing? Doing good. Good. I want to thank you first and foremost for, you know, taking the time um, to explain what you're doing and what has been working for you, Uh, I truly appreciate that. Um, My my first question to you is this. Um, Did you go through any other processes prior to doing this, like for example, um, having your you know, trademarking your your name, your your secure party name. Did you go through any any other legalese or, or processes um, prior to starting this?
0: Absolutely not. You don't have to. Those okay. are no. Now in the beginning, when I when I came on, I had mentioned that's why those are different processes because uh-huh. people get people get confused on those processes and they go into another process and they get confused with that too. So. <laughs> To answer that, no, ma'am, and and you don't have to, because okay. why are you why are you trying to correct your status? Why are you trying to do all that? They're still sending you presentments. Why you like? I had not even corrected my status, but yet you're still getting a presentment. So what do you do? You still have Got to it. respond, and that is the purpose of the administrative process. Do do I encourage people if they feel like they do need to correct their status? Uh, you do what you feel that you need. Uh, have, I, have I did a copyright on my name? Yes, I have. Have, okay. I, uh, have I done trust? Yes, I have. All those things I've done, but I don't get into those processes to say, if you don't do this, this is not going to work. That doesn't make sense because those, right. diff- those are different processes. Every process is not the same, just like this is not the same, and I wouldn't tell anybody, so make sure they turn the volume up on this one. Make sure you turn it up very loud. There is no such thing as one key fit all. That's totally impossible. Right. And I will always tell people that there is no golden key that fits everybody. Somebody even on this call after listening to this and even may go back and uh, listen to the recording is still not going to do exactly what I said.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's a fact. And that's okay. <laughs> so, so I have
1: one one last question. Go ahead. Thank you for go that. Ahead. Um, go ahead. W- will you be um hosting a call on the topic of copywriting? Um the reason why I asked is because I had um found in doing my research I had found a template for copywriting your name and after reading through it, you know, thoroughly and you know, reading it again and then the third time, you know, all the verbiage seems to be great. But because I don't have the um, background in law, not quite mm-hmm. sure if this is something that, you know, once which I, I did go take it and I had it, um, I, I had it notarized today and then my is to take it down and have it. Um, I believe my next step is to take it and have it recorded, but I'm not quite sure. So because you've already done this process, um, yeah. will you host a call in the future yeah, about I'll, how I'll you be. did that?
0: I I will do that. Even though I know I mentioned that I wouldn't get into a lot of the other processes, but because uh, being fair, I did mention that I did. So I think it's only right to answer that question. Uh, As in relates to when you mentioned uh, filing it, you are absolutely correct. Uh, You want any of those, anything that you're correcting anything, you always rain, fleet of snow, even in an earthquake. You must get familiarized with one place inside of the, your courthouse. Some people say you don't go to court. Well, it's where you go in the court, and it's called the Recorder's office.
1: Mm-hmm. That, will
0: be, that will become your new friend. I guarantee you, when you do a study on the uh, the land record, that, that is, you notice that in the land records, it's where they put real estate right. property that's going to be your new sound favorite place inside the courthouse. I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying hopefully you have to go to any other area but that one hopefully. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we don't want to get to those, uh, those other issues. Uh but <laughs> putting it into the land records, it will become your new friend. And the reason why I say that, they're going to put a seal on that document. Oh, and it's a wonderful looking seal, at least it is to me. So mm-hmm. Uh, so just keep that in mind, but we will, uh, for the sake of uh, of time, we will do that uh, out of respect since you brought that up. I will do uh, a, a call on the copyright or, or what I've done, should I mm-hmm. say. So yes, ma'am, mm-hmm. we'll do that. I know I kind of went all over the place, but, you know, so. Okay, thank yeah.
1: you so much. And I'm going to go ahead and mute out so that somebody else can okay. jump in. Thank
0: you. All right, you're welcome. Any Anyone else got a comment? Anybody got a uh, question? I think I got a a question for you. Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, you really laid that out quick and easy. I really like that. Now, Mm -hmm. what the lending institution is going to end up doing is uh, writing it off and then dinging your credit.
1: So Mm -hmm. how
0: how do you recommend uh, handling that? Back again to the administrative process. You're talking about your credit report, aren't you? Yeah, because it's just with three credit reporting agencies now. Correct. that are going to get that. Absolutely, it, it applies to the same. The principle applies to the same, no matter what entity it is. So, in other words, if you're trying to clean up your credit report, you're going to send the you're going to send some type of resentment to them. Say, hey, oh, hey, I don't owe this. Uh, so get a get a profile of your uh, of your uh, your credit history and start formatting how you want to put them into dispute to get them to remove those items off of your credit report. If it goes on there, like, you know, like you're indicating, if it goes on there, it can always go, go off. I've, I've actually done this with my credit report and slowly things are coming off, but it's a, it's a process. It's a, it's a process. So that's why I mentioned just being organized, knowing what you really want, having it all outlined or what you're wanting it to do until it's done.
1: Yes. So, so on just, in,
0: in the end, are you going to say, "Hey, uh, we're, we're going to sue you in court
1: for a thousand bucks"?
0: Oh, that's it. That? You, you just, you just, uh, you just indicated something. It's your process. If you okay. want to use that language, if you want to use that verbiage, that's you. If you want to say, "Hey," uh, as an example. Most people don't know that a credit agency uh, is not, uh, excuse me, not credit, but a collection agency, they're not they're not to be out of your state. In many states, a collection agency cannot collect out of your state. Most people don't even know that. So, therefore, they're already in violation. And the fee for that violation, from what I found, is $1,000. So, to answer that question, if you want to put that in the language in your documents, if you don't remove this, or if you don't bring the account into good standing, whatever you want to call it, then yes, if you put that in your default, then yes, you can drag that over uh, into most likely that'll probably be small claims court if that's something that you wanted to do, you know. But majority of the time, when they see stuff like that, some kind of way stuff that, <laughs> if they just end up just start taking things off and and moving things around. It may take a moment. They end, up, they end up moving things around. So, all right. Thank you. I hope I hope that answered your question. Yeah, that that does, and I'm looking forward to your uh, your next uh, webinar or talk show. Great. Right,
1: what that Great.
0: I appreciate everyone just. Coming on, I know it's kind of – some people get uh, twisted between uh, Eastern Standard Time. I kind of – I guess I get uh, a little confused myself, but I always – whenever I hear Eastern Standard Time, I always think an hour, an hour above. So – but thanks to everybody that were patient. There were a couple of people that were trying to get on uh, at a different time. So I apologize for those that uh, had to deal with that. So I'll take the next, uh, the next uh, question that we may have or even a comment.
1: Um, hey, I wanted to jump right in. You had mentioned something about the credit bureau or the collection agencies not being licensed to collect in your state if they're not in your state. One, mm-hmm. thing, some are, one thing that you can do, because this is actually what I do, um, okay. one thing that everybody can do is to actually go to their secretary of state's website and search to see if they actually have um, have have their corp- they're incorporated in your state to conduct business. If Correct. you find that they are not. Then that's the rope that you can ha- that that they've given you to hang them with, and then yep. they're not. Um, then that's a violation per the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and you can um, if, you, if you want to, you can actually sue them. You were correct about the one thousand dollars violation, and then if it's uh, reporting on all three credit bureaus, that's a thousand dollars per credit bureau as well.
0: <laughs> <That's it. laughs> see there? See, I'm glad I got a witness. I just see, I, I'm glad you came on, and they needed to hear that from another person besides myself. You know yeah. that's that's what these calls are for. We're here to help each other. That's what I'm doing this for. I'm here to do my put my little two cent in, and hopefully my little two cent will be added to someone else's two cent, and maybe somewhere we we'll get a dollar somewhere. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so yes, ma'am. Thank you for for witnessing that 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 was true. So yes, that's what we're here. That's why I'm saying. You don't even have to have a question. If you got something you want to offer to this call that you feel that's important, share it. That's what that's what it's about. At least that's what my calls are about. So, <laughs> so, so. Anyone else got a comment they want to add or a question? Yeah, I wanted to say something in my live. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask. So, um, like, I got on kind of late, but I was wondering, okay. like, was it like a three-step? Uh, for that administrative process, because I I came right on where you're That's fine. Yes, in fact, uh, this this call is being recorded, so I'm going to post it uh, in several groups. Because I people probably see me posting. They probably are. You already know I'm in many groups. Uh, okay. I'm the one. Just be aware. Anytime you see me, I always ask questions. I'm the one that people will say, "Oh, that's a shield. That's a, that's a troll." Call me whatever. I'm gonna ask questions because what I found out, most people they themselves have no clue of what they themselves are talking about. So,
1: <laughs> so Why I ask a question.
0: question. So uh, I will post that in the uh, ACH group. If some of you all are in the other groups, there's one, there's another group that's called the credit, uh, the uh, secured party creditors. Some people say there's no such thing. That's fine. That's still a group. Uh, I will be posting it over there as well. So okay. uh, the the recording will be there. And, and oh, by the way, also I'll have it in written form. Some people, they don't do good uh, with the hearing. They do good with visual aid. So I have a visual aid also that I will be posting in the file section of the ACH uh, file section. So just keep that in mind. So it's going to be oh. there for you, okay? Okay. Can I make one comment? Um, yes, sir. What you're yes, sir. That see it's, it's people that don't want to do the work who who don't believe and people believe um the more than they believe because it's stranger than 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 fix, and the truth is and so um what we're doing is illuminating minds and 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 proving that there is a system and we have been uh been enslaved and what they mm-hmm. did to us is, 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 is unbelievable what they did but you know keep up the good Absolutely.
1: work man and, and, in and positive
0: and that- in fact, in fact, if, if anybody those who have gotten on, if you don't mind, if I'm not uh, friends with you on Facebook, uh, send me a friend request, or I'll send you a friend request as well, you know, just depending on how, again, I don't know everybody by name, but send me a friend request, and we'll stay in contact also. You may have some other questions that's outside of this call. And I may can't, you know, you may not get to the next call or whatever. You can always reach out to me via inbox. I'm not trying to gather a whole bunch of friends. Uh, I'm I'm not having a problem with uh, being lonely. So (laughs) that's not the purpose. So so send me a friend request so that way I have your personal inbox information in case you are trying to reach out to me and have a personal question that does not need to be on the air or whatever. Some things for some people are just private. So, right. Exactly. So that's why I said right, center, for, or just say hello. So. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. Thanks for sir. Yes, sir.
1: Okay. Um. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hi. I'm. I'm sorry if I stumble over words. This is like my it's first okay. time doing this, and Brian Parker invited me on here. So my husband was served with something from a third party that uh, a third party debt collector. And yes, ma'am. the count was made in Fayetteville, North Carolina. But okay. they sent this crazy summons by the fake service processor on Saturday. Um, on
0: Saturday? And it,
1: oh. Yes. It okay. was a guy who knocked on our door and said he had a delivery from Amazon from my husband who went in the box and pulled the summons out. Oh, wow. That yeah. Was, that is how they do I
0: will be honest. That is how pro, most process service will do um you okay you get that saturday this is you could okay this is what i would do if i were in your shoes now let me let me i'm very technical so if you don't mind me asking for specifics because i'm very detailed because details are so important okay when, when, when the are you saying to make sure her correct was that box left on the porch or did he open the door and the box was handed to him how did that happen
1: well, he was kicking and knocking on our door, and I went and answered the door. I was like, Hello, are you okay. the police knocking on our door like that? He didn't okay. say anything. I said, Again, I'm going to ask you, are you the police? He didn't say okay. anything. He said, okay. Oh, no, I just have an Amazon delivery for your husband. So I was like, okay. Well, Amazon is usually delivered by FedEx or UPS. You don't have a uniform, and you're in that car right there. So I okay. shut my door and locked it. My husband came downstairs, and he called my husband's name, and then he oh, went in the box. And slapped him with the summons in his hand.
0: Gotcha. Technically, now he. So, to answer that question, that's why I was detailed about that. Technically, Uh. now he has actually been served. I have to tell you that. The reason why I have to be honest and tell you that is because it would have been different had he just left the box there. You could have actually sent that summons back, but because he did come downstairs and because he did technically put that box with the summons in his hand, that man. Or if it was a woman, what well, actually has already went back to wherever he came from, and he is going to get ready to turn in his form of an affidavit that he was served. So okay, great. You, okay, so now I'm getting to your next step. You're going to have to prepare how you're going to respond to that. That's exactly what you're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, if the process, the administrative process, still is the same, meaning. You need, You're gonna to to get. You both have to get organized of how you're going to respond to that. If you feel that you don't owe it, you need to put that in an affidavit form, still giving them 10 days to respond. You still want to put them in default because they just serve you or he just got served with the summons, and you're not about to just sit around and not do anything with it.
1: Exactly. You, the part, you, part that I can't figure out is you, when you say the wet ink signature, Mm-hmm. Um, they we have a copy of a piece of the contract, but it's just a copy. Okay. That's and they bought think- they mm-hmm. bought this debt from the people that we have that the original credit was from. Also, i like to mention the credit, the account was made in, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, but they mm-hmm. also gave this account a new account number and re- moved the account to Marietta, Georgia,
0: Okay. With another
1: account number other than the original account number, and I'm okay. kind of confused about that. Now, this is, what I would, this is what I would do. By you knowing that in
0: that self, in that alone, uh, I think I kind of said you're not going to sit around and do nothing. I meant to say you're not going to sit around and not do nothing. That's what I meant. Uh, but what, by you knowing that little detail that they have changed it that up, that's something I would put in my in my either my affidavit if that's what you want to call it. Another language I use too, by the way, is called uh, proof of claim. Again, oh. I a proof of claim is another powerful weapon that you you're still using that in the, in a in a, a a way that you're saying different statements. So, for an example. If they say you uh, owe whatever, I would put together a notice of conditional acceptance upon proof of claim and list that prove that this account has not been changed from this account to this account, prove that where is my wet ink signature, everything you wanting them to specifically prove that you know they can't prove is what you want to put in there. Uh Uh-huh. That's the tricky part about the proof of claim uh, letter. Again, it doesn't have to be perfect. No one needs templates. If one person asks for a template, sometimes I want a stream because the templates are just simply someone else's document they put together, and you're going to have to manipulate it in a way to fit you. So why not, why not everybody just create their own instrument? And, and to me, when you get victory off your own instruments, there's no better feeling then you notice you put your own energy and force into that document. That's why I don't encourage folks to go searching for templates, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, of course. So some people know how to take a document and quickly, fast, in a hurry, snatch it up, put it together, that's fine. But if you can't do that, just simply putting, you know, putting your uh, documents uh, with your own wording is always best. And you're going to definitely still send No matter what you're doing, send that certified mail. Proof of claim is a powerful word uh, document I would put together in your shoes as well. So you got two choices. You can either use the proof of claim or you can use it in an affidavit form, giving them opportunity to to prove how you owe that certain amount and giving them opportunity to to prove uh, of how this has not been taken care of. Whatever language you're wanting to put in there is the key to it all. But you're going to give them 10 days, though. You do not, okay. You're going to give them 10 days because 30 days, when you get through with this whole entire process, 30 days is going to be an already went by. So there's no need of giving them so much time because by the time you send a certified mail, that's two days. By the time if you get a response back from them, that's another additional two days. So you see how our time is of going by? Yes. Yeah, Instead okay. of going by. So that way okay. you get ready. Let's say they don't respond. Good. That's exactly what you want. So look on that document, look on that summons, look and make sure that there's not two entities on there. And what I mean, what I mean by two entities, sometimes uh, different companies have two different addresses. They're trickery. So, but because you said summons, most likely there's a court perhaps involved. So you're going to send it to the court, and you're going to also send your notice to that entity or that company, uh, whatever okay. the verbiage of the person that's on there, because they're trickery now. So now it's well, really. You're correct. If, mm-hmm.
1: if, if this, I'm sorry, sir, I have to get That's this okay. out. If, if okay. the third party collector bought the debt from the financial service where my husband took the loan out, then mm-hmm. how can they be the assignee of the original creditor?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I would, I, I would send that to every entity that you find on there or every entity that you, uh, that you know that, that is involved. That way you've gotten every party that try to show their head, you want to put all of those entities, bam, into default. It has worked, and I'm going to give you an example, and then I'm going to let you pick back up. An example is with the parking ticket. It's so simple. On the parking ticket that I received, it, had, it actually had two entities. You had the person who issued it, then you had the court, and then they sold it to a collection agency. So I put all three of them in default and finally got a letter back saying that uh, this has been resolved, this has been dismissed. And then that was when I had the uh, DMV uh, plates. I don't have those plates anymore. I have my own private plates now. Uh, Now with my private plates, I got a ticket, and I did the same thing, put everybody in default. I never heard – actually, I never heard – I hear a hide of them with my private (laughs) plates. Well, I didn't even hear uh, from them again. They they couldn't even get a hold to me because my, I took my uh my my car out of that DM system and I placed it on into the land records, which is the county recorder's office. So uh, that's a whole another process. I, you know, I uh, you know that's really a whole another process. Wow. So. Uh, so, you know,
1: I just say. want to take the time to say thank you, and you've given me. Great, great, great overstanding because Thank I've been sh- out about this, <laughs> trying to help
0: and figure out
1: and doing a lot of reading. And if I say who the person is, everybody that's on this call might start laughing, but they're notorious mm-hmm. for doing this in the, in the good old United States. And wow. I just want to shut them down and sit them down, and they need yep. to leave my husband alone. He's had a heart attack. He's stressed out. He can't mm-hmm. do this.
0: Yes, and and see by you being married, you can actually be his uh, power of attorney. Mm-hmm. You of course you already know that. I'm just saying you could do the paper. You could be some people call it the third party intervener. Same thing. You can use that language on there. Say, hey, I come to intervene on behalf. You know, I'm the third party intervener in this matter. And go ahead and put them on into default. And, and you want and if I were you, because you got it Saturday, go ahead. Don't try to get so trying to get something so perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect if you put your own language in it. You know what has happened. You know that they have switched these accounts to a whole other account. So put all that in there and get that on out in the mail, giving them an opportunity to rebut it for only 10 days. I said rebut it. That's not a, I don't think that's an English word. But, uh, but give them the time, an opportunity to rebut that affidavit or that proof of claim. So that way, when 10 days go by, you want to be on it like it's the last the last piece of meat left. You want to be right on it. So when, um, when, when 10 days go by, uh, you didn't respond in time, buddy. I'm sending you a certificate of notice of non-response. Uh, if you do decide you wanted to respond, uh, you didn't respond how I wanted you to respond, and it is not what I asked you to respond to. Then I'm a certificate of notice of non-response. And then you get ready to put your default together so that you send sending all these to the, all the entities that are involved, and then you want to always put in your default is final. Uh, that way, that's final. In case they attempt to bring it on further, you have your exhibit to, t- to use against them. That's what most people don't have. They don't have anything. Most people just sit up, and then by the time they respond, it's just like too late. Okay. That's how it goes. That's how they get us. We decided a, we, didn't, we didn't feel like doing nothing, so that's what happened.
1: I have a quick question.
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: I'm sorry if you – I'm a little late, so if you already that's said okay. this, I do apologize. That so is okay. My so hus- my husband and I both have vehicles with uh, Nissan Motor Acceptance Company, and we – have confirmed payments. We tried to pay the cars off. We've made monthly payments. They all were confirmed, and then they re- reversed, of course. Um, mm-hmm. We're really new to this process, so we don't know what we don't know, but it sounds like we can, at this point, one of the cars is brand new. The other car mm-hmm. is like 2015. We got them both within a month of each other, so we're not even at, like, 90 days of both vehicles. And they're like, oh, we're going to repossess and all of that, and I'm just Completely thrown because we just found out about this process about a month ago,
0: so yes. what would
1: you recommend is my process of trying to clear the debt? Is it too early because we just no. no
0: no 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 oh absolutely okay. not didn't you just say that you get uh, you got something also back saying that it's either reversed or they say you still owe it?
1: Oh, yeah, we have uh, – we've made payments three and four times The monthly payments. We got screenshots mm-hmm. and everything, and then when we called, they said, well, we just – we'll just, you know, we didn't really post it. It was pending. Um, you don't really okay. have a confirmation, and so all mm-hmm. of my calls have been recorded with them, but they're basically okay. saying you owe the money, and, you know, um,
0: of course. But but did you say – Make sure I heard correctly – did you say at any point, though, you did get an actual confirmation letter? Or email.
1: It, it it wasn't an email, it was like a they give two days I think before like the transaction goes through. We use the universal routing. My husband used his personal for the other car um routing number. It goes through and it okay. says your payment will be processed. And then, oh, it, then, okay. and then it says when you go after it's processed, zero balance. So we have those screenshots that say zero balance. Oh,
0: good. Good. And so then that, they
1: say reverse.
0: <laughs> so, 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 did did the re, did those did that come in an email again, or how did that come? Was um, it online? The,
1: it was um the, through the app on the phone.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's my. Um, I had to make sure I comprehend. Yes, you did right by taking pictures. Now you want to print it out, of course, okay. because okay. Cause they they can't see they can't see that. Uh, wow. Meaning uh, because that's a whole big company. So make a printout of that make a printout showing where it says zero balance or make a printout anytime somebody, you get something from somebody that uh, you need to use as a defense, you want to make a a copy of it, a a good quality copy of it. And so like I mentioned earlier, you're trying to get them into default. Right now, they're headed toward to get you into default, by the way. So that's what they're doing, by the way. But you're not going to just sit around and just let them not do any. you know, just sit around and let them do that to you. Now, will that Means that they won't try to send a, a third, another third party called the repo man and get the car. We don't know yeah,
1: that. Literally they're have. working towards that.
0: You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't know until that literally happens. So I would actually go ahead and put everything you're wanting in your first notice. So for instance, if you're saying you don't owe the, uh, if you're saying that it's been discharged, if you're saying you don't owe whatever, put all that in your in your first notice to them. If someone would mute their phone, I, I don't want to mute everybody because that would be kind of rude to mute everybody because someone is speaking. Um, but um, but uh, that's what I would do because again, this this call is being you know it's being recorded. You'll be able to go back in case you missed something. The administrative process will actually be printed out in the uh, as I mentioned, it'll be put in the uh, file section of the HCH group. The other group okay. is. 3rd party creditors, so you can have a visual aid. But basically, in a nutshell, you need to get started on that yourself. Don't wait around for them to send you nothing else. They can send whatever they want to send, but you're going to be doing your process, too, is the key. So does that mean that uh, um, they're not not going to keep uh, uh, doing what they're doing? Of course, I couldn't answer that because we won't know. You know, so but I can already tell, you and how I hear you, you're not just gonna sit around and just let things not happen. You know?
1: <laughs> no, I'm 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 on top of it because I mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to have to give the cards back. I already know they've already been covered. I just mm-hmm. it's just frustrating. See this? We're very, yeah, it's right. Just, just
0: give, them, give them, ten days. However, you put your note, to, your letter together, your document together. Give them ten days to rebut how. Uh, you know, that you don't owe this, or uh, and then if you really think that they're going to do a repossession, put that in there, saying you're not allowed to repossess, or that that company, that person who repossessed your property, whatever language you're wanting to use, you want the whole point is you're trying to settle this matter is the right. whole key. And this is the only way you can do it, and you want to do it by mail, um, and that way you have everything, you know, you have exhibits. It's the whole key to it all.
1: So certified so mail, send it to, yes. the, to the bank mm-hmm. with my mm-hmm. proof that there was a zero balance after our payment. In mm-hmm. the letter, and make sure that I say that there is no, I'm trying to settle this account. There's mm-hmm. no right to repossess and okay. wait for mm-hmm. them to respond to me.
0: Give them. And give tell them, them
1: I give you give 10 days from the date of this note or receipt of the notice, basically, to And respond. Then,
0: Correct, and then you're going to say failure to respond. I think I forgot that part, everybody. Failure to respond shall result in a default. So what you've just told them, oh, by the way, a default is going to be coming, by the way, if you don't respond. But you're going to be nice. So let's say they don't respond. You, you're you going to send them the notice of no response. So you being fair. You being more than fair because you send them a notice of non-response. Or let's say someone say it makes the statement again. Oh, you still owe it. Well, that's not what you asked for. So you're going to send them a notice of improper response. It's them, hey, because your default is getting ready to come out is the key. You're wanting to get them into default, not them get you into default. So, because that's exactly where they're headed to. And if you they don't get this they'll
1: honor. They'll honor it if I don't. If they don't follow through, like they'll.
0: What I mean, to what's ask? the
1: last step? Where the last and final step. step.
0: I like how you asked that. You're very specific like me. Of course, we (laughs) won't know how that's going to turn out until it literally happens. But let's go there. Let's paint the picture for let's make it bad. Let's say you've done uh, the whole entire process. You do have them into default. Let's assume and let's say they did come and get the vehicle. Let's assume and let's say they uh, are wanting to take you to court. Most likely they probably won't take you to court, but I don't know. Because they mm-hmm. definitely, if they got the car, they just gonna want the so called obligation. What you can do then is with your instrument is go into another court and ask for a judgment with that as well. That has actually happened for a person. A person's car was repossessed, and they had put, they had got that other company into default. How come? Now he didn't get his car back, but he sure got a judgment that they owe him some money. Nice. You see, <laughs> so I, that's, why, that's why I'm being fair. I can't, I can't say they ain't nobody because we don't know. Can't say nobody's not gonna come out there and pick us. We don't know what they got going on. But hey, I'm gonna cover myself. Hey, in case you do, just letting you know you will end up on me too. So that's fine. You got my card now. You still owe me too. So, <laughs> and so the only way I'm gonna collect on mine, I'm gonna go into another court and collect on my judgment. So you go ahead and do what you wanna do. I'm gonna do my process as well. That's how I look at the administrative process. I don't. I don't look at all. Oh, they're so evil. They're so crazy. Oh, they doing whatever they've been normally doing. That's not right. going to change anything. You wow. must keep your process going.
1: And should I have everything notarized as well?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now I've heard some people they don't even they don't know notar- they maybe notarized their last document. And uh, some people have actually been you know have just been right on it, and some people haven't even notarized their documents. The whole point is. A default is a default, but I actually personally I do notarize all of mine. Okay. okay. So yes, ma'am. So if you got a notary, if you just like, oh, I'm so sick of these notarized documents. Well, then notarize your notarize your default. If you don't notarize nothing else, <laughs> notarize that default. Then that way, in case you don't. Because me personally, I I have a notary here. They as soon as I walk in, they already know what I come to do.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> So
0: just keep that in mind. Find your good little notary that say, oh, I already know you're ready, and you're in and you're out. So, you know, so okay. that's a good Thank idea. You. You're more than welcome. All right. Any other comments or questions?
1: I I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I just, I'm new to this. My friend gave me the information last night, and his, one of his family members had paid off their car, their car loan. And they sent them the title. But then after she got the title, they told her, okay, we made a mistake. You don't own the car. But they didn't try to come get it or anything. So I did the same thing, paid off my car, which was 24000 and it sent me a, a confirmation. But it says, when I go in there and look at it, it says the payment is pending. If it doesn't go through, can I fight that?
0: No, no, I have to make sure I didn't miss anything. Did you say you did get a confirmation, or is everything still pending?
1: It's pending. It's, but it gave me a confirmation. Um,
0: we, no, when you say no, confirmation, I have to make sure I'm understanding what that confirmation is saying. What did it say when it said confirmation?
1: So let's, let me go to my email. So my you see,
0: how, you see how detailed I am. I have, I have to hear that little detail.
1: Okay. So the email says uh see where is email? It says, um, confirmation your payment has been received, scheduled auto loan payment received.
0: Received. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. And so you haven't got you hadn't got a reversal yet, is that what you're saying? No. I would actually wait to see how that's going to uh, how that's going to play out because see you don't have you don't have uh, uh, the wording there is not um, what's the word I want to use they didn't use specific words with your email for whatever reason they didn't use specific words but to answer your question I still say go ahead and get prepared go ahead and get prepared to do uh, your administrative uh, uh, work meaning. If you feel that, that, that hey, that you wanted to get them to prove that uh, it has not been uh, discharged or it has not been paid, you can still do that as well. But you're going to do the same thing. You're going to put it in a notice and give them 10 days to uh, respond that, hey, you know, a it, it, default is a default. If the, the person don't respond, they didn't respond. That's just how the default works. So to answer your question, I still would get prepared. I still would kind of see how that's going to go, but while we're waiting for where that's going to go, get get structured. Get how you want to send a notice to them, uh, whether it's a proof of claim notice or whether it's a, uh, you know, a uh, debt validation notice. I don't like that word. Some You know, if that's what you want to use, I don't personally like it, but you can use it if you choose to use it or if you want to use an affidavit, whatever you wanted to use in your process. You still want to give them opportunity to respond within 10 days, and their failure to respond in 10 days is going to uh, result in them being in default, because I can guarantee you, as the old people say, when the dust clear, they're going to try to get you into default, too. So why not go ahead and be prepared to get them into default, uh, since most likely that's probably what they're going to do. Again, we won't know him literally until that they actually make such a, you know, the, the, a statement on the subject, oh, you know, you still owe it or whatever, because right now it's pending. So I hope that kind of answered your question, hopefully.
1: Okay, it did. Thank you.
0: You're more than welcome. And I apologize, y'all. I try to I try to cover so much, and I if I if I go over way to the left, uh, I eventually do come back. So thank you for <laughs> being patient as I take my little side journeys all over the place. So um, do we have any other comments or any other questions um, for this call? Because I know some people are probably getting ready to uh, relax for the night or get on some other calls and all that good stuff. May I? So, Yes. Yes, you may.
1: Hi, I am calling from the state of Wisconsin. And hold on for a second. I'm just grabbing it. Okay. Uh, I used to work for uh, an employment agency. Okay. And the state of Wisconsin, uh, I was paying child support.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, since back in 2015, and the state of Wisconsin was doing the deduction. Um, from my wage garnishment.
0: Okay.
1: Now, when I started working for the employment agency this year, they received a um, notice of wage withholding, but it's from a third-party debt collector from El Paso, Texas.
0: Oh wow! And I, be-
1: and I believe that they they did the like this reversal scam on me, where um, I sent in a notice. Uh, a validation of debt to the CFO for uh, the Brown County Child Support.
0: Oh, stay uh, right there. Stay right there. I know you want to let it out, but you actually are, are, are in a process. I just heard it. You're actually in a process, and I can already tell you where you're going. You have not closed your back door. You just said you sent them a validation notice to the Child Support Agency, Right.
1: I sent a debt validation.
0: Correct. Debt validation. Correct. Then what happened?
1: I didn't receive anything from them. I also... Ah. uh, (laughs) Good.
0: You didn't close your door. That's what it is. They're not going to respond, but at the same time, you have not closed the door either. And that's how... Let me tell you what they did, and I'm going to let you pick back up, okay? What they did, why they didn't respond behind closed doors they sold that off to that collection agency you're talking about. That's how they get us. That's how they get us behind the closed doors. But now what I'm going to suggest to you, then I'm going to let you pick back up, you're going to have to now close the door that you just opened with the child support agency to that debt validation that they never responded to. And you're going to also have to now put in default the child support agency and this collection agency. So you got two assignments or processes you've got to do. So now I'll let you pick back
1: up. Okay. Yeah. I I know that they sold the debt to this third-party debt collection agency, but the thing is is that the the paperwork that I filed into uh, my employer, they Mm -hmm. continue to take the the wages from me. I don't work with them anymore, but um, I did pick up another um, employment, not from mm-hmm. an employment agency, it's from basically um a very small company that does assisted living. And I received again another notice of wage withholding, but on the third page when I applied when I applied for the job, let me back up. Um mm-hmm. I did not use my social security number. I used my estate EIN number when I applied for the job. Okay. And I did, I'm doing um, um, direct deposit to an American Express uh, prepaid card with my estate EIN. And now this um, third party debt collector actually sent me another notice for uh, wage withholding, but on the third page it says employer, remedy, intelligence, staffing. So basically going after the wrong company
0: who's employing me. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now it sounds like to me now you have a third one, actually. It's what it sounds like. Uh, uh, you have three processes that you got to do. I, I hate to say that, but that's technically what it is. I know you're like, oh, my God, how worse can it get? But that is what's happening it's because – You've got to – we have to close our – door. I tell everybody we have to close our doors. They're not going to close them for us, meaning you want to put them into default so that way if someone do come along and want to attempt to say, hey, I'm going to sue you in court or whatever that language they're going to use, at least you have some exhibits, you know, so you have about three – and the process you is not a lengthy what I mean by lengthy, meaning it doesn't have to be picture perfect. Because everybody would be trying to say, oh do I do it did I have it right? And folks look over the documents. There is can't no one put their document together the best like you can. Because you are experiencing it like nobody else can. So that's why and in, in the in the in and the fruit of the victory behind that you will you will see that it works much better when you yourself put it yourself into the document and get it out there. Oh, it feels so good to know, oh, got a victory, you know, it feels definitely good. So I would say get organized, not that you're not, but get organized and how you wanna put all these three entities into default. Uh and that's exactly what you want to do. Uh so if you want for an example, if you want to use the rest of August to start putting them into default, that's exactly what I would do. I would send them out. I would send get it organized, send it to the child support. I can tell you what you need to send to the, the child support uh office just by just by what you just told me. Because you go back and look at your document though that you sent uh, uh hopefully you put a, uh, hopefully in your validation uh, letter that you sent them. Hopefully, you did put an amount of saying what you don't owe, uh, or giving them an opportunity to prove that you owe. But if you didn't, you definitely need to put that in your in your notice of non-response because that's what you can do for your uh, for your child support agency. And you can actually put a, the child support agency into default. By the way, yeah. So. Yes, you sure can. Most people don't even know that. I know. Matter of fact, I know a guy now, I haven't done this myself, but I know a guy now is getting ready to actually sue the child support agency. So why not? Hey, they're in default, you know. So it's the same thing they would have done to you. I hate to say that that's just the way it is, but guess what? That is just the way
1: it is. Yeah. So basically, I have to send them a notice, uh, notice of non-response, and yes. then a default letter, uh-huh.
0: and then a default letter. Yes, and in your certificate of notice of non-response, make sure you put in there they didn't respond to say that you owe whatever the amount was. You want to be specific because you don't want them to come back to be specific. You want to be specific, and that way, uh, I in my certificates of non-response, I only give them two days to respond. Because when do you when do you recall when was the last time you uh, how long ago was it that you
1: sent the validation letter? Oh God, um, at least two months ago. Oh even, my God, I even hey. wrote the. Text. I even wrote the clerk of court asking for the court order of mm-hmm. this. Of um, he, needed to, he needed to validate the debt that I owed. I needed mm-hmm. to see the paperwork. Okay. And
0: oh wow.
1: So you get.
0: So you get. Oh, so wait a minute. You just told me again. You just added one extra thing to it. I'm a listener. Now you talked about the clerk of court. You Matt, you open up a whole other door that you hadn't closed. Close the door with the clerk of court. Close the door with the uh, with the child support agency. They didn't. The child support agency didn't respond. The clerk of court didn't respond. Put them all into default. So send your certificate of notice of nonresponse to the child support agency, listing the specific amount of what you don't owe because they didn't respond. Same thing with the clerk of court saying you didn't owe. So you can see now. You gotta go then when you get there with them, you get out you gotta go off to these other two entities, these uh collection agencies that has gotten involved as well, and that's why they keep sending stuff to your new employment and all that. That's how they get us, they come through the back door because we left ours open.
1: Yeah, but see here's the thing is they didn't they didn't apply it to the new employer.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: applied it to the old employer.
0: Mhm. It, mm-hmm.
1: was, um, yeah. it was, I guess, was carbon copied to remedy the uh, the employment agency.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But
1: Anyway, my one other question is um, the employ my present employer now is deducting social security, and I do not want that taken out. I am uh, federal and state withholdings. I am exempt.
0: Mm-hmm. So you saying you didn't you didn't fill out a W anything? Is that what you're
1: saying? Um, no. But what oh, I need well, to do, uh, if, what I need to do, is, is get them to stop taking out social security. I'm not okay. using my social security number. And after what I found out about this whole thing about the social security number being your private exempt banking account,
0: okay, uh, correct.
1: They are not. <laughs> I would I would also I would also look to see
0: how they're even doing that. I would I would look to see what are they specifically doing to take out something that you never asked to be taken out of. Yeah. Uh, I, I that's that's exactly what I would do uh if well, I were in your shoes.
1: What I was told was to file a W eight B E N. Now I printed <laughs> one off. Um, can I fill that in by hand?
0: Uh, you should be able to. You actually should be able to, uh, but but check to see first. I would say before you do that, see how they they even get to where they are able to even be take uh, take out the uh, see what happened. Cause that, that's how I think. I like I'm so detailed. I always like to know if I didn't ask you to take out something, I want to know who initiated the step for it to even be taken out of, so I can go after that person too if I have to.
1: Um, yeah, and even uh, Medicaid or Medicare, whatever it's called, I mm-hmm. didn't ask them to take that out. Also, if they're running under assumption, mm-hmm. and I've never—that's the
0: first I've heard of that. Where you didn't fill out a W anything, and all miraculously they're taking—they've uh, taken something out that you didn't ask to be taken out of. I, of course, I would have understood. Actually,
1: actually, I did fill out the the W. The what is it a W four? where I wrote exempt. Mm-hmm. Oh, the- mm-hmm. I did fill
0: oh, okay. out them. Okay. I exempt. And then I, I will go back and get a copy of that. I would ask for a copy of that that you filled out, uh, and I would bring that – actually, I would bring that to HR attention is what I would start in as well to so that they can see, because perhaps they don't – what if they – whoever this in HR, what if they don't even know That the language that you put in there, what if they didn't know the specifics of what you were trying to indicate? You would think they would know, but what if they don't know? Yeah. To me, it sounds like somebody didn't know because somebody's taking, somebody has initiated that you're not tax exempt because they're taking taxes. So somebody got it wrong somewhere. Yeah. That's that's how I look at that. Yeah. We know that for a (laughs) fact. So I would find out what they did so in case you end up having to go after that person and uh, get a a printout of your original uh, form you filled out and show them, hey, uh, I've been tax exempt. You all have – you stepped over your boundaries. Here, Somebody did. We just got to find out who did.
1: So So you're telling me because I filled out that paperwork and wrote exempt on that, uh, I think it's line seven, mm -hmm. they're not – supposed to take out Social Security.
0: That's how, I, that's how I'm interpreting it to me, even though I haven't seen it. Uh, that's just from how I'm gathering what you're telling me. If you're telling, if you're saying that when you fill that out, you were indicating to them that you didn't want any taxes taken out and yet they are doing it, somebody misinterpreted what you were saying.
1: Yeah, the that, only thing, they're not taking out state and federal. Mm -hmm. That's zero. The only thing they are doing is they are taking Social Security out, Mm -hmm. and that is a no-no.
0: Okay. That's what I would do. I would make sure they understood in its entirety when you said tax-exempt, you meant zero, nothing being taken out. Apparently, somebody didn't understand that language. Somebody they might who knows who they might have been. Somebody in there that must have fell asleep during lunch. So yeah, you you just never know. Somebody has misinterpreted what you were saying. Somebody had to have. Okay. So that's my that's my view on on that.
1: Okay. Yeah, because that's the way I think. Um this uh, third-party debt collector, you know, sort was uh, basically notified that I was employed again because the exemption of the Social Security was taken out. So they figured, oh, she's working again. Let's tax her wages.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Find out who hit. Somebody has misinterpreted something. So I would definitely get on that if I were you. First
1: thing, Ramon. Uh,
0: well, thank you for coming on, and thank you. And I hope I kind of gave at least a little two cents to help, uh, to help on your journey.
1: <laughs> thank you.
0: You're welcome. Anyone else? Any other comment? Uh, I just,
1: I just want to say one thing. Thank you okay. for the information that you gave me, and yes, I would yes. like to know, you know. Um, what's your name on Facebook in case if I have any questions yes. or
0: yes, anything like uh, that?
1: Please.
0: I, my initials is D L Harris. My of course I keep my name private. Some of uh, right. so it's D is D L Harris and it's D dot L dot Harris. So some people may can't uh, can't find me, but you have to put uh-huh. the D the A, uh, the D the dot the L the dot in Harris. Uh, I, I think thank you, you so much. I think you can't miss me because when you get through putting the D and the L, there's a handsome guy that pops
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you so much. And, you know, I have relatives that's in this process a little further, but it seems like since they got with the process, I'm just an underling to them, and they're so high and uppity and mighty, they can't even speak anymore. So it's like I appreciate you helping me with this because when I ask a question, I'm being treated like I don't know my ABCs, and if I haven't been taught them, then how Correct. am I supposed to know them?
0: Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad because that I'm big on if a student have a question, why why the teacher get mad at the student? That doesn't make sense to me. That just does not make sense. That's why I'm more compassionate because I ask questions too. Because my perception and assumption of what I think the answer should be could be absolutely wrong. So that's why I asked so myself. So You you alone. I
1: let my husband hear some of this uh, some of your talking and he didn't believe this was possible and I've been telling him, Hey baby, look, this can be done and you know, when Brian contacted me and told me he'd be on there, and then he heard it, and he, his mouth is still wide open. His jaw is <laughs> still dropped. So now, you know, I honor my husband and do uh-huh. what he says, but now that there he's a believer, I can See go there? ahead and turn into the Leo that I am and, and just go for bones
0: and whatever there I'm coming
1: up out of the jungle with. There
0: you go. And y'all going to make a good team uh, uh, working your
1: processes, too. So, hey, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you.
0: Y'all keep up the y'all keep up the good work as a team. Great, right, great.
1: Right. Well,
0: thank you. All right, we got any other comments? uh the time now is eight twenty-one. We're going to uh, end the call about eight thirty, so everybody can take a break. Because I kind of been uh, all over the place talking, and I know everybody probably got other obligations they want to. Go ahead and take care of. So, I'm going to give uh, an opportunity to those who have a question, a comment before we wrap this up. Is this
1: process useful for um, utilities or is it just for debt like student loan and, and car loan?
0: Well, it's for debt. Uh, any anything it's for absolutely sure. anything. But, but to go to where I think you're indicating, does it mean that you're gonna hurry up and get? Right. Let's say as an example, uh, if your lights get cut off uh, right. for whatever reason, does that mean they're gonna hurry up and turn them back on? No, that that I I can a- answer that. This is a process. That's a one two three process. And it's to discharge that account or to bring that account either into good standing. Uh, so, that's going to be a uh, one, two, three process. So, I'm not saying that that's what you were indicating. But I'm just saying it's not going to stop them from doing whatever they're going to do. At least what you're trying to do or attempting to do is get them into default so that you can have exhibits in case they, in case they do. Try to come back to say where you do owe a certain amount. That's the purpose of the administrative process.
1: Okay, and I can use these for student loans. I can use this process
0: as well. Yes, you can do that for your student. I, actually, I've heard people have put uh, has actually gotten that off of their credit report. I hadn't, got, I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't personally had a student loan, but I already know if I did, if I did have one that was uh, on my credit report, I already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to work my administrative process to get that done, to get it off of there.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, so to, so everybody understand it is a process. It's not a one night you wake, you go to bed, and everything goes away. We already know that's impossible. But you going but when you have been successful at the final end of the stage, you will be glad that you were patient. You will be glad that you completed your step. So again, the, de- the finalization of the default is for your exhibit in case the other company, party, entity, whatever you want to call them, in case they attempt to say where you owe something, you have an exhibit to show that you don't. That's in a nutshell of why you're putting the other person into default, because I can assure you they're gonna do their best to put you into default as well it's It's really plain and simple in a, in a nutshell like that so uh any comments as we get ready to wrap this up? I really thank you all for uh for being patient uh with me we're gonna we're gonna be you're gonna be looking for uh some more calls that's gonna be coming uh out uh so If you're not in any of the other groups, because I'm a part of a lot of groups, again, uh, my initials is D.L. Harris. You want to personally reach out to me if you have any questions, befriend me, send a friend request, and all that good stuff. Somebody else got a comment? Yes, I do. Kind of off topic. I did send you a friend request,
1: and my my question
0: is, do you ever – have any conference calls or teachings or anything where you teach about the uh, the entire private process? Uh, I I oh, you talking about in a more in a more lengthier or in depth? Is that what you're saying? Yes, uh, I can. I, I I but I'm one of those I try to be so specific because everybody they learn at different stages, and I'm glad you said it like that. So I may have to do it at a slower rate, and it doesn't mean that someone's slow is that some people are like me that are detailed. Then some people, they're like, I sure wish you'd hurry up, you know. <laughs> so I will uh, – this is not going to be the last call of course on the administrative process. So I'm going to do it again. Uh, that's why I wanted people to reach out to me so you can kind of say, hey, oh, by the way, you went too fast. But see, me personally, I think I'm going too slow. But to you, I may have been going too fast, so I need to know that. And that's the only way I'm going to know is, by, hey, by the way, can you do it again? But yet yeah, can you slow down and you know and all that good stuff. So that's the point I want people to reach out to me, DL Harris, and let me know, hey, I need a slower I need a need you to slow down. Hey, I really wanted to be more longer than what you've done, and all that good stuff. So uh also I will be posting in the various groups. The uh, An outline for people to see for themselves. You know, some people they learn through visual aid instead of hearing aid. So I'm going to put that into before tonight is over. I'm going to have it over there. If not, you're going to see somewhere where I've posted it. Uh, if not tonight, it definitely will be definitely tomorrow. In the HCH group or another group that I'm a part of, uh, it's called the uh, Secure Party Creditors. I'm also a part of another group. An awesome guy, uh, Technical Sovereignty is another great group. Y'all, there's so many groups out here that are uh, helping people. I'm just one who just decided to add my little two cents tonight. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yes, because I'm, I, I'm, I've been studying on the whole going private thing for a little while now,
1: and I just mm-hmm. haven't
0: been able to piece everything together. So I was kind of wondering. Uh, any advice you can give me, or groups that you could lead me to that kind of help with the steps and the processes, and even things to read for educational purposes? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. In fact, like a, the, uh, the, another lady asked something similar, she talked about the copyright. Would well, I do a, a, a call on that? And I'm gonna I combine those two together because they're kind of they are they are kind of together anyway. Uh, and I will slow down and do a, a teaching on that. So I'll actually do another call on that on the on, on private, because I think that's where a lot of people are confused at uh, on the um, on the private uh, matter, the uh, private versus public. Some people don't understand that private, um, the private side. Uh, it, there's a public and private side even when it comes to the court. But I technically, I'm one of those who believe in being private, private, not private and then public. You know, I think that's why a lot of people get confused. So I will, in a nutshell, to answer that question, I am going to do a class or a conference on on that, and I really hope that I would be, uh, you know, be of assistance to you, you know, at that particular time. So, okay, great. Great, yeah. okay, Great. Again, thank you all for putting up with me. I know I, I kinda of talk all over the place. <laughs> At least that's how I sound like I am. So uh thank you all for being patient with me. I really hope everybody has you know, gotten something to help them. And then for those that just wanted to be on here just to be on here to listen, we are we're glad that you are on too. So One final before we shut it right on off. It's 29. I am going to give one last opportunity if someone has one last question on the count of three before we close the call down. One, two, and three. Well, thank you all so much. Y'all have a blessed night. Uh, Please uh, love on your family, love each other. Until next time, this is D.L. Harris with the Administrative Process. I look forward to reaching out and communicating with many of you via Facebook. You all have a blessed night, okay? Thank you. You
1: too. Thank you. All right. Be blessed. All right. right. Bye-bye.